Welcome everyone to a very special At Wits End. This is recorded live at the Wasatch Improv Festival. <laughs> Day two of the festival. So excited. Bob Bador here. Also on the podcast we have... Je- <laughs> Jesse. See, this is why I didn't announce you earlier. Jesse. Jason. Michael. <laughs> <laughs> you hit that cue spot on. <laughs> I'm fire. So what we do, audience, is we, we get a suggestion from you of something. We, we talk about it a little bit, and then a scene organically comes out of it uh, until we're tired of that scene, and then we'll start the process all over again. Hopefully get about three scenes uh, in our 20 minutes. But uh, anyone, have a, anyone have a question for us right off the bat about uh, anything at all about the festival? Anything to start us off? Who would you murder? Who would I murder? Who would you murder? Like, is there, can you narrow it down? <laughs> Man, that little F. Mary kill turned into just kill right off the bat. <laughs> I'd probably killed, you know, the, the guy asking the questions. So, um, I, I've gone on a good amount of long road trips. And that, uh, <laughs> wait, 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 wait. So, does, does, does this end with you killing me? <laughs> no, what, I didn't, no, okay, I almost killed you. So, we are driving home. What? Uh, I'm talking about our road trip. Um, we are driving home. This isn't where I was going to go, but... You brought me here. Um, and we were driving. We are doing dumb improv on our drive home. Uh, we were probably, like, really sleep-deprived. And we did this dumb Hansel and Gretel scene um, where there was, like, tw- why are you looking at me like you don't know what I'm talking about? I'm interested in the story, Michael. He's just mimicking how the audience feels. <laughs> okay, so it's Hansel and Gretel, but there's, like, 30 Hansel and Gretels. And they all have a dumb accent, and they all just, like, introduce themselves at weird times. And there's quicksand. There's there is quicksand. quicksand. One died in quicksand. Um, you guys are giving your, away your whole set from tomorrow night. <laughs> uh, but for some reason, I was, laugh- I was driving. I was laughing so hard that my eyes started to swell up, and I couldn't see. Um, we're and- doing 90 on a freeway, and we're... Yeah, we had to stop, because... So if you laugh too hard, your eyes swell up? <laughs> <laughs> You get into laughter anaphylactic shock. <laughs> this is like a whole different version of speed. <laughs> you went from being the guy we thought was pretty awkward to the guy who gets anaphylactic shock from laughter. <laughs> it's not that uncommon. <laughs> uh, applaud if you're just hearing of this for the first time. <laughs> oh, oh, applaud if you've cried your eyes shut while laughing. <laughs> Three people, and all of those people, all of those people that clapped are sitting in chairs by themselves. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it was a joke, sir. They can't see. It's a podcast. <laughs> just, just ruined everything. <laughs> the illusion's ruined. Shut the goddamn computer down. We're done. Mom, mama, mom, I, mom, where are you, mom? Sweetie, calm down. I'm right here. What's, well, what's the matter, baby? I, I was watching some TV, and, and, it, and it, it got really funny. I can't see, Mom. <laughs> I'm blind. I thought we'd blocked me TV so you wouldn't watch any more Roseanne reruns, but it's done it again. Mom, where are you? I hear you, Mom, but I can't see you. We're, we're going to have to go to the specialist. We, we cut to them in the, in the uh, doctor's office. It's a very special doctor's office. The, the, the room is, is as bland as possible. There's nothing that could excite you in any way possible at all, including the doctor. It doesn't, it doesn't look very professional. Everything is, uh, it, it looks like it's all made for safety, but it's just uh, bubble wrap duct taped onto the corners of everything. Yeah, everything is like 
oddly childproof, but not like met to standard childproofing. Like a child proofed it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, come on in. Welcome to the office. Have a, have a seat in our bubble wrap chair. Sweetheart, come right here. It's right over here. I can't see again! You have, you have your other senses. Touch the chair. It's bubble wrap, sweetie. Oh, oh. Mama, mama's got you. Okay. Mama's got you. Mama, mama, don't leave me. There's another Roseanne episode. Oh, yeah, we've had three cases this week. It's really common. <laughs> <laughs> and were, were all of those people lonely people like me? No, they have loving friends and family. <laughs> Look, all right. It, it's really simple. There's a cure for this. I mean, all you have to do is just bring up some bad, sad feelings, and your eyes will cry themselves it, uh, awake. Being, being, <laughs> the young boy begins to imagine. He begins to remember back to his school days, huh? and he sees himself Ooh. dangling from the roof of his elementary school uh... by, by the marquee, and his underwear have been pulled all the way up his butt crack. And all the kids are laughing at him, and the girl he likes is pointing in hysterical laughter. The principal shouting, just let go! <laughs> and then a stream of urine runs down his legs and drips on the ground, and everyone's ridiculing him mercilessly, and his eyes, they open. But now I wish I were dead! <laughs> and see. <laughs> So, the weird thing about the podcast is it's not all from Michael's real life like that. <laughs> just, just mostly. <laughs> just mostly. Slight, slight dramatic twist. It was actually a reruns of the Cosby show, but we don't talk about that anymore. <laughs> Why? <laughs> uh, Felicia Rashad and her crazy political beliefs. Yeah, yeah. Got to draw the line somewhere. Uh, but that's, so that's what it is. We've got uh, we got more... Uh, how about, uh, do we, do we have a, a, a word? Pick, give us a word that we can uh, talk about for a moment. Apple juice. you like what we, we heard a few. Apple juice, Chinese, defenestrate. Stutter. Filibuster. Donuts. What was that one? Donuts. Donut. Yeah, you perked right up on that. <laughs> <laughs> Let's move on to my stuff now. <laughs> Speaking of using your other senses, man. I'm totally deaf. <laughs> it was a feeling I got. Somebody said donut. Yeah, but do you have a favorite donut? Uh, I'm really boring. I like just a glazed donut. Yeah, I do too. Or those really, really, really dry ones that you have to have with coffee. The, you know what I'm talking about? They look like they've been twisted. And they're... Shut up. Yeah. A crawler, that crawler. guy says. Yeah. Crawler. They're a crinkly dry donut to me. I don't know what they're called. Give me frosting with sprinkles. I, uh, I pictured yeah, you for yeah, a sprinkle yeah. guy. Do you want like a donut to go under that? <laughs> <laughs> yes. Uh, sir, we're uh, so glad. We know you. You are a top, top food critic. We're going to do everything we can to please you. This, I've closed down three bakeries today, so it's so five thirty. I, I'm in the mood to. Do some harsh critiques. We pan outside and we notice that they're in the bakery district. And there's just vacant buildings and tumbleweeds going across the street. And just Crying sad kids yeah. outside that are just wondering. Just a tiny fucking dust bowl isolated right there. All because of this guy. So you get three strikes and you're out. 
Bring me your three best baked goods. One at a time or all at once? All at once. Weird. <laughs> the, the man rushes back into the kitchen to, to talk to the, his other baker friends. All right, look. Uh, Flebo Baritone, the number one... Wait, wait. The goddamn Flebo Baritone? The Flebo Baritone is here. And he, uh, he shut down three bakeries today. We're the last bakery left on the street. They're going to have to name it another kind of district soon. <laughs> the Tumbleweed Shit Bowl District. Unless we can give him three real damn good donuts. Hear me out on this. What if we just poisoned him and killed him? <laughs> then mean, we'd have to be the murder district. All right, I just threw it out there. You don't have to get so, you know... Not to mention, he's got a cooking show. There's a whole camera crew out there with him. I've got a lot of poison. Huh? <laughs> all right, all right, have it your way. Let's, let's... All right, let's make a good donut You're then. three best. He needs three at once. What, what do you think? And don't give me that dried, crinkly, crawler one. <laughs> Holy, hold on. What if you guys blow his mind and you just give him... Frosting and sprinkles. Oh, it's like the emperor's clothes. Yeah. Only a true critic could so, see the donut underneath it. And Flebo Baritone won't want to feel like a dumbass. No. Sure. So the confectioners run to the pantry, throw it open, and they just start pulling out <laughs> buttercream, frosting, and sprinkles. They put it on a plate. Then they just smear it into a ring shape. But then, of course, they, they take the donut hole out of it so that it has a round sort of image. Yeah, yeah, that's... That's the ring, ring shape. shape. Yeah. <laughs> In my defense, I thought we were talking about the movie The Ring. Oh, yeah. Which yeah. is also a circle with a hole in the middle. Yeah, but we weren't going to have a girl crawling out of it. The, you, well, if we, we wanted to baritone to pass it off, back to the donut. <laughs> so, they carefully take it out. And they place it in front of him. And they hand him a fork and a knife, knowing damn well he'll have no need for him. We put also... Uh, different sizes of forks and knives on uh, all the sides of him and in front of him as well because we want the element of confusion to help the situation out. We place napkins over not only his lap but each shoulder. We kill. We then. We then kill all the lights and begin lighting candles all we, around him. We play mbop from Hanson lowly in the background and then decide to take that back off because that was a. But we tell him, Flebo, we give you the ultimate donut. It is a donut. That only the truest of critics can see and enjoy and uh, taste. I turn Mbop back on because that shit on unnecessarily. <laughs> well, but then we turn it down just a little bit because it was a little too it loud. It was a little loud. A little loud. <laughs> All right, well, I guess I'll start with the left fork. <laughs> <laughs> Fellas! It's working. <laughs> yeah, sure, sure. So, well, see, a true critic would take the left fork. Uh, of course. As was. they would see the donut. Yes. Well, I'll just um, cut in uh, to the uh, the 70th degree of the donut. So the, the fork and knife make a god-awful scraping noise. <laughs> and then all it does is smear the icing around a little bit and not actually pick anything up. Oh, oh look at the moistness of it. Flebo, that sound is the granulated sugar. <laughs> All right, I'll I'll try a bite. The fork is covered in bits of plate that have been shaved off. <laughs> as as Flebo starts nodding and enjoying it, blood starts to pour out of his mouth. 
Ah, as a true critic, you can you can uh, really taste the iron. Well, as a true critic, I must say that um, this is a very peculiar baked good. Peculiarly good? No, it's <laughs> there's phenomenal. <laughs> I wouldn't say phenomenal. We would. We are true bakers. I just, I have one problem. Is it the ring shape? Because <laughs> we, we debated the whole hell. We were back there because a donut without a ring, that's just a cake, and we do not do that here. <laughs> I'm, I'm fine with the shape. I'm fine with the shape. Yeah. The sprinkles, they're a little, they're a little on the, the sweet side. Oh my god. Compared to normal sprinkles. To be um, fair, we did not make the sprinkles, we simply purchased them. From one of the bakeries you already closed down. Yeah. Well, as long as that won't happen again, I yes, suppose yes. I'll give this one a pass. All right. Oh, you still need two more? <laughs> Did you? No! Did you not plan this ahead? We just thought that one was going to be so good. Give us one second. They all run back into the kitchen. Okay, you guys remember any other fables? It, all right, so, um... What about this? How the fuck do we bake the tortoise and the hare and do a thing? <laughs> I don't know. What do you got? All right. Your shirt. Your shirt is velvet. We can give him what we call a red velvet donut. It's All just right. your shirt. So I'm going to take my in a ring shape. I'm going to take my shirt off. I'm going to put in a ring. We'll, we'll make sure there's a hole in the middle. There's a hole in the middle. Right. As they're debating, the uh, critic turns up Mbop. <laughs> <laughs> Scene. We're going to call it right there. Ah, <laughs> uh, we owned a bakery before we became quickwits. That was uh, for some, for some reason that didn't work out because <laughs> you guys couldn't make a circle. <laughs> Fucking circle! It's a ring, Bob, with a hole in the middle. That's the problem. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> one more word or suggestion, audience. I heard some colors. <laughs> I've told enough of my life stories. I'm done. I heard France. Okay. Uh, we don't have to use it. I heard. Have you it. been to France? I've not been to France. Has I ate a baguette once. <laughs> it's pretty good. It was. It was okay. It was a little dry. Like a crawler. <laughs> like a crawler. Yeah. I, I call it the French crawler. <laughs> I think the French. Yeah. I think the crawler is called the French crawler. <laughs> no, they just call it a crawler. What there, is a crawler? Yeah. It's the wrinkly, twisty, dry donut you have to have with coffee, or it'll kill you. It sounds. It sounds like a Star Trek villain. Oh, <laughs> uh, the crawlers are coming in on our shit. Fire harpoons. <laughs> Only because we can't introduce new technology to it. <laughs> Starfleet law. Just, I just revealed some nerd shit about myself. Wait, so Star Trek people, they can't interject their technology on like... I've never if, seen Star Trek. If people are, uh, you know, they're not quite advanced enough, you can't advance them, you can't... Well, what's wrong there. with giving them a little boost? The library gives short people a stepping ladder. <laughs> It's like, oh, these, these people are hungry. They don't have guns to shoot food. Let's help them out. 
You make a fair point. <laughs> I don't know why that was never battled against the Prime Directive. That would have been that would have ended the argument right there. Prime Directive. Bob knows more than I do. He knows what he's telling. Well, I'm older. Mr. Um, Roddenberry. We've yes. uh, we've received another fan letter. Oh yes, I love my fan letters. It's uh, it's from one uh, Jesse Marcus. He actually sent it on a cassette tape. Ooh. <laughs> so if you'd like to put it in a plate, he's got some complaints about what we're doing right now with Star Trek. Luckily, I have my cassette player right here. It sets it up on the desk, picks it in, play. Yeah. Hi, my name's Jesse. I live in Ohio. And he does it. He lives in Kansas City. <laughs> I live in Kansas City, Ohio. <laughs> Wait a yes and it. Wait a yes and it. <laughs> anyway, I got a question for you. So Pause. Yes, go on, Jesse. <laughs> so all of these people are up in space on, on the Enterprise. And why are they up there so long? They should come down more often. Every time I'm up high, I come down lower eventually. My room's upstairs, but the kitchen's in the ground We cut level. to, uh, it's Jesse's bedroom when he's actually recording the tape. <laughs> Jesse, are you in there again? Mom! Oh my, you are the most annoying woman in all of Kansas City, Ohio. <laughs> You've been in there for days. I know. The altitude's getting to me. I'm come down momentarily, but this is really important. Also, we cut away from me having to do that voice. Because <laughs> he's older now. He's finally left his parents' home, but there's some unresolved feelings about... Oh, the only apartments that were available were on the top floor. <laughs> I better write George Lucas about Star Wars now. As he writes a ghostly apparition. Apparition. <laughs> I'm tired. Apparition. Goes through the wall and comes to him. Are you Jesse from Kansas City, Ohio? Are you a hallucination from being two floors up too long? <laughs> I'm the ghost of Gene Roddenberry. <laughs> As the ghost is talking to him, Jesse's nose starts to trickle blood. <laughs> he, he desperately claws for the oxygen tank he keeps under the sink. I never got a chance to answer your great cassette. The ghost knocks the oxygen mask out of his hand. <laughs> the, the Sherpa goes and gets it. <laughs> You, you really have a thing about this height, don't you? I'm very sensitive. Kansas City, Ohio, it's like there's two elevations at once, and it just messes with you there, and that's where I grew up, hometown. He just passes out. Uh, we, we cut to uh, Jesse and his uh, soon-to-be fiancé at the time, and they're in Paris. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and, uh, and he's about to propose. Listen, Stephanie, there's something I really want to ask you. Oh, yes. All right. We've been we've known each other a long time. Yeah, four whole months. Yeah, and I was just wondering, could you please stop wearing the high heels? Because when I have to go up there to kiss you, I get so dizzy. I, 
Are, are you serious? Take the high heels off. All right, all right. She takes them off. Thanks. That's much better. I want to spend the rest of my life with you. Do you feel the same way? Yes. Will you marry me? Uh, yeah, of course. I, I just have one. I just have one condition. What? You have to. You have to kiss me on top of the Eiffel Tower. All right. Or. See <laughs> <laughs> And a very special uh, broadcast. Of course, you can know this is QWComedy.com. Check out more episodes with Jesse, Jason, Michael. I'm Bob, and that has been at Wits End. Yeah,